So this morning's Dharma talk is titled Seeing the Skandhas. The Skandhas are the five heaps, form, feeling, perception, concept, and consciousness, sometimes called form, feeling, perception, impulse. And memory. Lots of ways of looking at it. Lots of ways that it's discussed and talked about. It's an ancient teaching. I'm not sure how far it goes back. Before the Buddha, I believe. And I don't believe much. <clears throat> so to start out, the simple dis uh, description I say is there's form. Pretty obvious. Feeling. Not only the feeling at your fingertips and the how we feel about that, but the emotional quality of the feeling is also um, flows in, in through the, the spaciousness of the thought patterns. The thought patterns are very spacious as long as there's no problem. And then they seal right up. And we know what this is. No, it is not. And nobody can tell us otherwise. I've been doing this for a long time. I've always believed that. I was taught that. But what an excuse to miss your life. What an excuse. Well, I've always felt that way. Well, I've, uh, billions of people say that in one language or another. You don't have to do that. You can actually meet your karma head on. I highly recommend that you do that because if you don't do it in this lifetime, you're going to be right back. Maybe in less auspicious circumstances, maybe you won't see the Buddha. Is that a threat? Kind of. Free and well-favored, difficult to gain, easy to lose. Now I must do something meaningful. What? You don't have to be a Buddhist, but train your mind so that you see clearly, so that you know what you're looking at, and you're not looking at your idea of something, or your projection of something, or your fear disguised as right and wrong. Your fear disguised as I'm right. You don't need to do that. The form, feeling, perception, concept, consciousness. It's form, there's the body, and then there's feeling, and, and then there's the perception and the impulse that seems to go. When you have a perception of something, then there's an impulsiveness that tries to shut it down, fluff it up, or ignore it. Rarely is the perception just left alone so that it can be self-existent. Because if it ties up to the other ones, then you've got a person, a living person, going where? Through the six realms. Through the human realm, the jealous God realm, the God realm, the animal realm, the hungry ghost realm, and the realm of hell. Not comfortable. So I thought I'd bring a little show and tell here and see if I can't bring this down to my level, which is where I teach from, if you haven't noticed. So a form. Here's the form. Let's use this. I'm going to be very specific here. I invite questions after I'm done. So we're in the serial city, right? Wait a minute. Okay, we're in the serial city. Battle Creek, Michigan. What a place to be born. I remember thinking that when I was very long, very young. I didn't really want to be here. What am I doing here? I thought that when I was about four or five. I think Rumi's probably thinking the same thing. What are we doing here? So we'll be born at an amusement park. 
So form, let's use the body, and then all the other, all the other four are aspects of consciousness. Feeling, perception, concept, thinking process, analyzing, judging, evaluating, coming to conclusions, coming to exclusions, opinions, judgments. We just rely on those. The ego mind, the self-centered mind just leans into those concepts. So they don't have to, so lazy, so lazy. You don't have to do, I'm an expert on laziness. I'm the laziest person I've ever met. I want to do it. Perception. Seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking. Receiving that, receiving that. And then concept or that aspect of the concept of the consciousness that can actually form, see something, perceive something, and then run into, take the impulse of right and wrong up and down, simply put, and, and run it into a structure called right or wrong concept, um, looking good, looking bad. Uh, any, I mean, I don't have to elaborate much on that. We all know what concepts are. That's what the thinking process is, is a conceptual part of it, but also the emotional part. Very difficult to break that down into uh, some kind of manageable situation where we can look at it. We can See how it's working. And then, of course, the last one, which makes ties everything together, which gives us a feeling of the, of the one, oneness of this person, the ego, the someone who is somebody. Well, there's a body. What's well, my body? There's a feeling. Who's feeling? I'm, I'm feeling that. Who is that? It's me. I am. I'm feeling that. Feeling. Perception. Who's, who is it that's... Perceiving that, it says on the banner across the room, uh, across the Zendo, perception only. And that's there to emphasize that you can bring that together just in the perception. It doesn't have to include the object or exclude the object. It doesn't have to include the perceiver or exclude the perceiver. It is not about no perceiver, no object. It's just that the main emphasis is the perception, which we, of course, kind of miss that because we're so involved in it. It's a good object, a bad object, it shouldn't be, it should be, or I'm doing well, I'm doing bad, uh, that's uh, in my way, that won't work, that shouldn't be happening. Why is it happening? Anger. Passion, aggression, and ignorance. Passion, grasping, controlling, all that uh, shows up and is triggered. <clears throat> So I, as uh, you've heard me say many times, I say, just don't, don't abandon whatever's happening for something else. So you could, when you have the feeling of whatever it is, anger come up, just be angry. That doesn't mean throw things. If you're actually with the anger, you won't express it. You ever been on acid? I'm serious. Don't try it. You don't need it. But meditate, yes, meditate. But... Ellis, lysergic acid, diethylamide I-25, which I took in the 60s, way before I began meditating. I take lots of it, but I took enough to know that what happens in that area is the perception is so intensified or 
what is showing up out here and in there that you can't tell the difference between what's out here and what's in there. This is not something you need to do to awaken. And uh, I would say you, this will help you avoid awakening because it's so seductive and scary and gives you the feeling that you're getting somewhere, like all these drugs do. Anything extra gives you the feeling of something else, something else, something's around the corner. I'll get there, I'll get there. I'm not against all the shamans and sages and ayahuasca teachers and such. Let them do whatever they want to do. If, that, if that's for you, then forget what I'm saying. Go do that. You don't need my imprimatur. But the interesting thing about that is it, it's, it speeds everything up so much as far as impression or, or coming to you that it's very difficult to think at all or produce. But you're, you're just, you're forced to be on receipt, as you know, if you plan that. And again, I'm not recommending that at all. It's not a good idea. Anything extra in the mind is not a good idea in that way. several things to say about that if there are questions around it. But the next thing I want to say that I want to say is, and this is an interesting thing that might be, might be helpful to you. When I say the next thing I want to say is, I don't know what I'm going to say. You ever been there? If you, if you have a reaction to what is happening in the mind stream, then it can turn into what's uh, uh, scientifically called schizophrenia. This is why, the, why it's called the crazy wisdom form of the Buddhas of the three times. Just a poetic way of saying nuts. It's just that there's no one there anymore, then uh, you're liberated. Am I liberated? There isn't anyone. You can't liberate someone who's not there. If you're awake, as I've said many times, you won't know it. If you know it, probably got work to do. I'd have a whole buttload of work to do. Like years. Do it anyway. What else are you going to do with your life? No, but don't miss it. If crap is showing up in your mind stream, it's not that you're to blame. It, you have it coming in the in the sense that you are dependently arisen. This is dependent origination. Look it up. Study it. Or not. Or go do something else. So the, going back to uh, uh, the LSD, and then I'm, I'm going to leave that in, in the past. But there's something that, that is showing up. And I didn't think about this uh, an hour ago, 10 minutes ago. I had no idea what I was going to say. I did bring props. I'm not sure what I'll do with them. Anybody got any milk? You'll see what I mean later. So what happens when you... With that particular hallucinogen, uh, is it, it uh, you get overloaded on reception. You're receiving so much that your body will just kind of sit there. That's why you can't tell if somebody's tripping because they don't do much. They don't say much. Uh, the other drugs are more conversational. Acid is not conversational. And again, I want to make sure you hear me. I'm not promoting this at all. Not a good idea. You don't need it. You don't need it. I didn't need to do it. I just didn't know what else to do. But anything but continue to suffer.
So form, feeling, perception, concept of the thinking process, and the six sense fields and their objects. I don't need to name them. I'll name a couple. Smell. Get the idea. Taste. And then on and on. So uh, the props that I brought, which I think I will use, since we live in the cereal city, that's why the joke about the milk. I'm reaching down in here. What am I? What am I feeling? What does that sound like? Yeah. So that's the feeling. That's a second skanda. Feeling, feeling. If you're really feeling, you won't know what you're feeling. You won't know it. If you know what you're feeling, you've left the a second skanda, and you're off tracking down the road, trying to create a self who's who's in who is in. In harm's way or a self who's doing something good or a self who's experiencing something that is so terrible they just can't stand it anymore. When I say don't maintain it, but stay in the feeling. Just stay stay with the feeling. This is the feeling. Just feel that. What is that? You probably guess. But the feeling is doesn't give you any information about it. But if you if you uh have ideas around that and you start to abandon the feeling for what it is, like guesswork or whatever, then you go into uh, perception impulse and you perceive, and you could be perceiving what is fed to you by the, uh, to, not to make it too con uh, complicated, by the, the seventh consciousness, the eighth consciousness. Some kind of a reminder comes in. And if you're clear about this, if you train your mind, you'll see that reminder coming and you'll know what it is and you won't fight it. If you fight it, it's going to sneak under the door. And then it'll masquerade as the present moment. It will masquerade as the present moment. You'll think you're in the present. You think you're in the present, you're confused. Anyway, so if you if you can stay with that, then you won't know. You don't need to know what it is. If in, if it, if you need to know what it is because of dependent origination, it will begin to show up on your radar in a timely manner. What do I mean by timely? But not your ego's time. If I need it now, I have to have it. It's a demand. No, if it's time for that to show up, it will. It will. It will almost be like a uh, an embossed invitation. It's time now. You can see what this is. But you can't if you try to interfere with it based on your own self-centeredness, your own demand for control, your own demand for protection. Demand, demand, demand. Uh, I might as well show you. <laughs> Here it is. So if you if you see that if you're in the feeling and you, and if you if you just can't stand it anymore and you have to know what this is, then you know what is it? <laughs> it's a, it's a terrible anti-health food. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but look, as soon as you see what this is, you abandon. Right now, we we start. This is a concept. This is a you know Kellogg's cornflakes. The original, the original, and best. And I'm sure there's all kinds of other propaganda. On it. But this is the point I'm trying to make: is you don't have to, um, uh, you don't have to abandon anything. You can just be aware. And if you see, if you see that the the, the labeling part shows up in front of the feeling, and you see it, and you're not at war with anything, then it will find its own place. Consciousness always finds its own form. That's, one of, that's the first tenet of the order of immediate light, of which this monastery is now protected by.
Like I said, anybody got any milk? Cream? Yeah. <laughs> My mother and father worked uh, at Kellogg's, which is at the home of Kellogg's. Perhaps you know, worked there and brought this crap home. <laughs> uh, uh, as you probably know, it tastes pretty good, especially if you put milk on it. And then if it still doesn't, then dump a bunch of sugar on it and then give it to your kids. It's like you're here. We have a long life. <laughs> it is, it's horrible. Might, might get sued, but so the idea is there to, is to use that metaphorically because it's like uh, when the feelings come up and they hurt, and, they, and we we tend to go out and try to personalize them. So because it gives us the illusion that we have control, we have no control. We have no control. You can pick up a coffee cup or you could pick up a handkerchief or something so we have a little bit and that because it's at the end of our fingertips and is uh, uh, is brought about by uh, six sense fields and their objects the whole sensorium we call the human form there's a synchronicity and a, and a um, an organization that is just amazing we did not make this have you noticed we didn't, we didn't invent this. I often say, go look in the mirror. See If you look at that for 10 minutes and say, where did that come from? No way you can know. In terms of concepts, ideas, conceptions, but, how, uh, but you can know ultimately what it is. Realize your true nature. Stop beating around the bush. How do you do that? You see that you're beating around the bush. You have to be aware of the bush that you're beating around. By this time you're wasting, going here, going there, going here, going there, you know, and all kinds of reasons and excuses, everything from our family to our job. I'm not against that. I, I support, I respect everybody's karma. You, you, any of the people who are fully ordained monks here will tell you if you ask them that they were not um, manipulated into being monks. They might have been in a situation where it looked like that might be the best thing for them to do with their life. But I also people have people who just get tired of this or get irritated with me or think I'm a charlatan, whatever. I don't mind. I don't need 5,000 students. I don't need any students. At all. But you may need a teacher, and if you do, then you tune into this, I'm here. If you don't, Something else. Questions, please. Jim Chigaling, a question from Shane in Virginia. Better be a good one, Shane. <clears throat> do we owe it to all sentient beings that we vow to save? Yeah, you do. I'm going to interrupt you through Juju. Your name is still Jim Chigali. Yes. What did he ask me? <laughs> <laughs> do we owe it to all sentient beings that we vow to save them? Yeah, you owe it to them. You know why? I'll give you a why, even though I don't do many of those, but just like you owe it to your hand if it's bleeding to stop the bleeding. You're not separate from anyone. It, it's an incredible illusion, but you, everywhere you look, you're just going to see yourself. It's not like you're going to see golden Buddhas necessarily. Not you're going to have this mystical experience. I am all one with everything. 
happening. I seem to be one with the cosmos. Da, 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 da. In the background. <laughs> Not going to happen. And if it does, the drug you use. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm playing around being a little bit silly with it, but I'm saying, yes, you do owe it, you owe it, but, but it's not a debt that you have to pay so much. It's just, it's like saying, should I take care of my child or not? Of course you should. Well, should I take care of the neighbor's child or not? Yes. Should I take care of the neighborhood? Yes. Should I take care of the, of the world? Should I take care of the, of the universe? Yes. You're responsible for everything and to blame for nothing. If that's difficult for you to understand as a conceptual statement, I'm here. That's what I'm here to do. Yes, sir. Chiyanambawang, you, in talking about feeling, we're talking about staying with the feeling instead of abandoning it for perception. When you say stay, what is what does it mean to stay or how does yeah. that show up? Go, so it's not a maintenance. Much different than maintaining some kind of military or uh, um, macho kind of pressure. No, it's just watching how you leave it. If you watch how you leave it, then dependent origination. This is called, uh, called uh, uh, faith. The closest the Buddhist comes to faith is just watching what moves and knowing that it will, if you don't interfere, which you, you don't interfere by pulling, and you don't interfere by shutting down or ignoring, then what needs to happen will happen. Don't interfere with your own karma. Don't interfere with anyone else's karma. Is that helpful? More question around that? Cheers on buying. If we, in noticing, believing, can you notice the starting point? Oh, yeah, you, you get the whole, get the whole thing. If, if it's coming, if it's awareness, if you're just aware, that doesn't mean you have to have some feeling that no one is here, no one is aware, awareness is not. So if you, if you don't get hooked by any kind of positionality on it, then yes, it just, Takes its own, takes its own time doing whatever it needs to do relative to all the other things that are coming and going in dependent origination. One, um, the early skandhas sound non-conceptual. Feeling doesn't sound like a conceptual arena. How do we notice a non-conceptual area? So that's what I was doing with the. That's what I was using the those things. So putting your hand and feeling. It's a feeling. There's no. You might, yes, uh, that's this or that's that, but just the feeling of it is incredibly um, magnetizing. But what I'm doing there is totally harmless. There's nothing going to happen there. But, but if you're going into your feelings and there's fear, then it's like reaching in a cornflakes box when somebody's told you there's a rat in there. Do it anyway. So it's like fear. You know, there's, there's not a toy in there. There's a rat. Just using more images for something that's very, very difficult to talk about because it, it's so, when it's scary and it's in your mind stream, you know, even the thing I'm saying is, remember what Sokazan said, that's not even going to work. You're going to have to do it yourself. And there's different ways of doing that. As uh, we talk, the devotion thing that Bunyo uh, and, uh, what was your name again? Bunyo, uh, talked about yesterday so beautifully and succinctly. That may be something you should emphasize in your uh, life or in your practice. And, and there's, no, there's no one way to do that. There's no, you know, do it this way, do it that way. 
we, even the forms we have here are very strong and very consistent, but there's no, nobody's obeying anything here. These are, these forms are forms that are observed. So if you observe someone uh, coming in off hours and sitting uh, all night long, that's not something you should do, but you should be aware they're doing it. So no one's getting ahead of you. Quite often there's this feeling that somebody's doing, some, somebody's doing lots of prostration. Should I be doing that? No, I'm doing anything. Nice show. Nice show bowing. How do we meet our karma head on? Bowing. Well, if anybody's doing it, you are. You're still here. You're doing it. Just keep the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, the teacher, the teaching, and the community. Those three. You're here. You're here, and your your health situation is, to put it literally, sucks. But you're here. You just just continue. Whatever's coming your way, whether it's your health or whether it's my arthritis or my anything that's happening with me, which is amazing. I'm still alive. Is is uh, when you say when I say when anybody says you got it coming. It's not like a payoff. It's just that the causes and conditions that have been coming and going, coming and going, lifetime after lifetime. Not about convincing you of the reality of of uh, other lifetimes or something that that is real, but not in the conceptual way that the that the living being who thinks there's somebody would see it. It's like you you wake up inside of a dream, and so as far as your situation, just continue to come. And I've said, told you several times, ask you, probably told you too, because you're wearing a uh, uh, Raksu, you received Jukai, and you're sewing a robe to become a monk. And I'm saying, move to the monastery. And you say, I can't. And I don't argue with you. I might say, why not? Say, because I can't. <laughs> so, uh, so it would be up to you. So I trust you to do it. You, you know what I, as your teacher, you know what I'm asking you to do. But as your, but I respect your situation. I know you're sincere. I know you're genuine. I know you're, you're uh, devoted in this direction. I can feel it. But how you go about doing that, that we have to, that wasn't something that was done in past centuries. People were just ordered around. It's very military, mainly because so many men were in charge of everything. Those guys, you know, those right and wrong people, those people. So I would say you're doing it. It's just that continuing it without any respite or without any breather coming up, which has been happening, uh, is just, so just do it anyway. I can say more, but you'd have to ask more. Further questions? Thank you. Thank you, Bowing. A question from Semi in Portland. Semi. How can attention deficit disorder be understood in terms of the five aggregates? Yeah, well, it's 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 a makeshift combination of of um, ideas around that, that give us the, the feeling that uh, we, we understood what it is. So if you're, if you're listening to this situation, which you are, it's just a way of describing uh, a, a, an issue, attention deficit disorder. But there's no solution there. But then there's medications, I presume, aren't there? You know, all kinds of them. What do they do? Cover it up. They cover it up. I'm not a medical person, so I'm not going to say anything about it. But 
you could sit down and, and watch the what we're calling attention deficit disorder for several years instead of putting all kinds of chemicals on eating a lot of cornflakes or you know health food uh, eating it's just a, the world it's such a mess uh -oh, everything i mean just just the, the food situation over the last 70 to 100 years is just a mess in terms of health horrible as you all know or perhaps you know the same with the political situation just a mess because of the rivalry and, the, and no mind training you've got really really brilliant people who all over the place and i'm not going to say both sides that's a that's that's an illusion both sides really brilliant people who are whose um, mind stream though it is ex extremely insightful and uh, able to to understand things deeply the the basis of it is flawed and what is that belief that there's somebody who's right you guys are wrong i'm right look at the proof even the proof is still relative it's still the mundane path which does what goes in circles Peloponnesian wars we'll read about it what did they sell or any any war really even the second world war which like looked like it was justified or the the first world war which was the war to end all wars like comical thing that was a statement but there's a comment from dallas it says this is the very first time this concept has ever made sense to me the props helped and then a question from adriana should I be endeavoring to become vegetarian? That's your business. It's your business. Read the science on it. I'm not vegetarian. I'm a 100% carnivore. I eat animals, which our ancestors have been eating for millions of years. And I'm, for an 80 year old man, I'm extremely healthy. It doesn't mean I don't have arthritis or all the other things that the, the bad food industry brought me into. I wouldn't even have. I began eating that way way back. How do I know that? I know that. Read the science. I can give you recommendations. I'm not going to do it here. No. I don't know. Some people do wonderfully. I'm totally. I tried vegan and just about died. I tried vegetarian and tried and tried. There isn't any diet that, that um, Mark Hirsch and I haven't tried, right, Mark? <laughs> so now I'm all, all I'm doing is uh, eating, uh, eating beef and uh, water and black coffee. Cream is gone. No more cream for the last 10, 11 days, thanks to, I won't mention her name. She's, she's on the internet and is anonymous. Yes. She's unbowing when we're looking at the scandals. Um, and you, you had said not to abandon the feeling for the perception. If we've abandoned that, is it possible to go back yeah. or return? I think you can. But the way you do it is to notice that you keep, you've actually left how that feels because it, it sucks. In there, and if you start to think about it, then you the thinking will take you into blaming or into, into why it's caused, which is totally, and there is something that caused it, and you can find that. The, the issue is uh, it's circular. You're buying into uh, relative truth, which is totally relatively valid. Ultimately, it's a pack of lies because it's not pointing 
So you're living out of your relative understanding, which people do all the time. Attorneys make a living doing it. And, and they, they should. We need something because the world is not world is not ready for what is being said here, just like it wasn't ready 2,500 years ago. Mm -hmm. With the first four skandhas, there's some sense that I could observe being in perception or feeling or concept. What does it mean to be in consciousness? Not much happening. Because if there's something happening, then you, you're on to the object that's arising in the consciousness. Consciousness is like, like being in the sky, if that's what you're asking me. Is in the form, feeling, perception, concept, and consciousness, um, there, at least through the first four, there seems to be a progression of complicating the situation. Yes. Is consciousness part of that progression? So consciousness is quite facile at finding its own form. Smell, taste, touch, hearing. So all that is coming back. Kung Rinpoche used the image of the, 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 body, the body or the form, and then feeling, perception, concept. Uh, and then consciousness is like needles coming back through the first, the, the middle three into the, into the form. And that, that establishes a perception of out there is out there. So it reifies and fundamentally supports the illusion that there's someone. And that works very well if you're a, you're a deer or a bear or an orangutan. But as a human, because of the social structure and because of the intense greed of getting this and keeping that away, hope and fear, hope and fear, hope and fear, it just makes it really difficult for all of us. So that's why consciousness, stumble, consciousness showing up, up in a human being, uh, the, not, not just the Buddha, but all kinds of spiritual paths have risen because of the, the insight that human being sees that there's something else besides, there's some other quality besides just being piece of meat that wants to eat other stuff. Animal. Not exactly animal. Similar to, but not exactly animal. Is consciousness the animation of the first four? So it's um, the form of feelings. It could be coming from in your own mind stream, or they could be coming from things that are happening out here, coming through the through the sense of hearing, sense of smell, uh, sense of taste, sense of touch, and all of that could be coming through. So maybe it, I'm not sure exactly what you're looking for there, or what provoked or prompted or started that question. Could you say more about it? Maybe I can help. Maybe not. Uh, following along Chiazon's questioning. It seems like the first four are more distinct. It's easy to see the boundaries around four, more around feeling. Yes. Um, but it's, it looks like consciousness is permeating everything. So yes. is, is there boundaries to consciousness? Well, the, the, there's, there's the relative boundary of you, you can't see. Um, you can look at something, but you can't hear with your eyes. You can't taste with your ears. You can't um, smell with your fingertips. That being said, that's, those are the relative boundaries. 
the consciousness is not limited by that. Consciousness can can look can smell color. I'm not, I'm not just saying this to be all magical or anything. It's not even magical. But you can smell it and you can taste it, hear it. All the consciousness are become liberated and they are they're self-liberated. So they, they don't need the connection to everything else. Therefore, um, they're they show up as not separate. But when they need the connection, then there's this this camaraderie between the consciousness and there's this, the, you know, the gang of five, the five apes that look like somebody, but actually they're totally separate. They're, they're independently arisen. They, they just come up. I'm not saying there isn't some something happening around that, but it's not particularly the five sense consciousnesses holding hands like five little children also trying to be somebody, be a special club. When you talk of liberation, is there liberation from those apparent boundaries? Yeah. The, the boundaries become unreal. The cage, the cage might not go anywhere, but it's unreal. You, you're, you're able to move anywhere. You're liberated. You're liberated. You, you have no preference for anything because there isn't anything else. So there's nothing else to have preference for. What is the path leading to that? Train your mind. Train your mind. Refuge in the, the Buddha is the example, the teacher. Refuge in the Dharma. Are your eyes glazing over? What's the last one? Refuge in the Dharma and Sangha. You hear me say the first two? Did I say the first two? So, and what is refuge? We're just, just kind of back away gently from the world of materialism, of grasping, getting some, getting control, me, me and what I want, me and what I don't want, me, 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 me. We're going to take refuge in the Buddha, the Dharma, and Sangha. Refuge in the teacher is someone who is pointing at the truth, pointing at ultimate reality, ultimate reality to, if it's seen, if the ego mind gets a whiff of what that's about, it's going to go the other way. But it looks like death. It looks like actually this would be a terrible thing to happen. Most people are not interested in this. And they're not ready for it, or karmically not ready. That's why I say don't encourage anybody to meditate. Start encouraging people to meditate pretty soon. Not only your own karma you've got to deal with, then you got to deal with their karma. They come in and say, this isn't working. <laughs> That's my job. Insofar as it is even a job. Me, but there's a question um, from Kelly. Yeah. Kelly, go ahead, Kelly. My job scares the people who love me. How do I be with scaring those who love me to be with those who need someone there? It's very, you've said it. I couldn't say it more clearly. You've said it just exactly. Just understand what you've just said. Just be uh, the, the people that love you. Uh, just be respectful of them. All you have to do is communicate. I mean, they're not, it's not going to be easy for them. But what's the difficulty there is it's getting hard for you because you're getting torn. And there are no, there are no two Kellys anywhere. Just you. Just you. Just, just help people. I happen to know you're a therapist. Put, put the 
help the people, but don't don't overload, don't overdose on it. Keep it reasonable so you don't start to get a credential for how helpful you are to other people. And that starts to climb up the walls of the prison. Uh, that's, yeah, just keep it very simple. And so when your family or whomever comes to you and say that, just sit down with them, look at them and just say, I don't know, I'm not, I don't want to give you a bunch of formulas for it, but just uh, be understanding, say, yeah, I really understand how, you know, you miss me or you think a lot of, spend a lot of time there, but uh, you can say it many ways. I really need to do this. My life isn't, is, uh, isn't, I really need to do this. I have to do this. Let them know that that's what you're going to do. You know, but don't, don't shut them out or argue with them or try to convince them why. It'd be better to just, uh, just repeat, I really need to do this. We can talk more. I think we're having an interview pretty soon, so we can talk more about that, the more personal areas of it that may come up. Or not. Any questions? Kozan Bowie. Um, who was it? Kozan Bowie. Can you Go hear ahead, me? Um, earlier, you pointed at the banner across the Zendo and you said perception only. And then you also said when you were feeling in the bag, we abandon the feelings and go to perception. What's the difference between perception of the skanda and perception only that's talked about? Perception only is fruition. And perception of the bag is path. So you have ground is suffering. What the hell are we going to do about this crazy life? And then we have the path, path of meditation, the path of awareness, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, a spiritual path. Uh, and uh, so part of that is this path that stay with uh, without maintaining, but return to just uh, just that feeling, which, of course, is also tied to the perception. And then notice the link between the feeling and the perception. And then notice that if, you, if you're noticing that and you're not uh, you're not escaping to Cleveland uh, on, a, on, a, on a ship of uh, concepts about what's happening to protect your. The, the very thing that is the big disturbance, which is you think you are somebody. I'm not accusing you of anything. I can point out your ego, your self-centeredness very easily. If you're sitting in front of me, if I insult you, you're going to immediately feel it. And uh, if you're very close to me, you notice you're going to get insulted quite often. That means like once a year, once every three months. As they say, I don't have any particular credentials. You give me the credentials. You come this way and you feel like this is something you want to do. I'm all about that. You think I'm just an old man in a funny costume? Go do something else. It basically means you're not supposed to be here. You should be doing something else. Maybe you should be in another religion or no religion. I don't know. But perception, the, the feeling and the, the perception only is, is a fruition quality of the awareness practice. But it's not the end. It's just perception only. There's more to that. There's more. There's more coming. What happens is the, uh, the a fixation and grasping at an object that is perceived. The fixation and and grasping at an at a perceiver that is part of, of, of the, the duality, uh, dvaita or dvaita. Uh, is you, you just you see it. So uh, you see that it's not that, and it's not this, it's the perception. This is a, 
This is the beginning of liberation. This is the beginning of understanding deeply Pratitya Samadpada or the, the uh, confusing ship of fools that were hung. Yes. What is it that is perceived? So it depends. It depends on what part of the path, which part are you asking about? The beginning, the middle, or the end? All three. Don't do that to me. I'll come over there and smack you. Cousin Bowing, it seems like um, the senses beg us to, just based on condition, we're perceiving it as we've been conditioned to perceive. So is it, are we perceiving what we're conditioned to um, appreciate what it looks like or perceiving the thing directly? If, if you're, so it's difficult. We're using concepts here and we're talking about something that is, to use a, a, a common word, ineffable. You can't find this. You can't find a reference point. The very nature of reality is no reference point. Why? There isn't anything else. The otherness is gone. That's an illusion. It's like a dream. When you have a dream that you're uh, in, in World War III and, and everything, all kinds, of, and you believe it, it's, but it's, it's an illusion. And so we, we wake up and we're in this dream, which is another dream. This is highly highly dense and have a low frequency so it seems so real it's not it's it's relatively real um, just like this head is relatively real so i can't hit my head on the on the altar and say well it's all illusory so i won't feel anything even the feeling is illusory unreal 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 more about that if you have it please come perception because uh, I'm bowing, how can, what's the way to not be deceived with how it appears? Just, just uh, con continue, Buddha, Dharma, Sangha, those three, and, and just repetition, keep coming back to it, come back to it, come back to the wall, come back to the mind stream, and insofar as you can, no meddling. And, and one of the ways that that shows up is how much we meddle. And then if you see that, you don't have to stop it which is more meddling, but just watch it and it will run out of steam because where does it get its steam from? Hope and fear. Hope for something better. Fear is something worth simply put with all kinds of nuance that people can write philosophy on. Kozan Bowering, um, Tim has a question in the chat box. Okay. He asks, is is a bad trip on LSD a reflection of one's karma? Alan. Yeah, it could be. But a, a bad trip isn't, I mean, bad just means you're, it scares you and there's wolves coming after you. And you notice I dropped the L in wolves. It's like, I, well, if you hear me say the, the word wood, uh, so it won't be confused with timber. I say wooled. I, well, wooled, wooled you do that? No, I wouldn't. I'm glad I could help you with that little lesson. Any questions? Uh, how do we listen to what you're saying and not get lost in what we think about it? You see that you, you get lost in what you think about it. Great. It's about awareness. It's never about concluding. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that question. No, it's not about concluding anything. 
if you start concluding anything at all, this is a trap, and it's a trap that is constructed by uh, the the hope and fear of the self-centeredness, the ego. It wants to it, the ego wants to attain awakening, and it can because, as Trungpa Rinpoche once said, awakening is the death of ego. If it's anything, I wouldn't even go that far. I would say it's a it's even worse. Ego, ego doesn't die; it still gets to be around, but it's unreal. So therefore, you don't have to get rid of anything. You don't have to transcend anything. Beautiful body. You say perception only is the fruition. And also you say nothing lasts. So perception only can, can perception only last? So perception only is a is a is still path. It's a teaching. It's not. It's it's fruitional because you know some of the some of the glue or velcro that ha had you attached to someone and attached to something else, which can be anywhere. It can be a thought, uh, an emotion, uh, another person, uh, a life, a political party. It can be anything else. It can be a, a a coffee pot. So seeing that those are not separate, the subjectivity and the objectivity, uh, it, excuse me, is very fruitional, but there's more work to be done after that. Uh, it's not really work, you just, that's not over. So perception, so perception only is not a state of mind? No. A state of mind is something that comes and goes. If you realize perception only, there won't be anything but that. It'll just be the perception of this, and it's uh, it's very fruitional. As long as there's a human form here, then there's going to be a whole lot of uh, body-mind uh, complex along with the karma that brought you into this lifetime to still relate to. You're still going to have hopes and fears. Some may, people may tell you otherwise. I'm not going to do that. So, if you, uh, yeah, go ahead. You want another one? So when playfulness and a sense of humor appear spontaneously, how can we watch the pacification without fear? Just work on it. It's a good question, but there's no, there's no structure particularly. So get to the wall, use your your relationship to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, whether you formally take vows or not, that's up to you. Uh, and so I think it's important to have a teacher. It doesn't have to be me, but somebody who you feel has some insight into what this is all about based on the teachings of the Buddha's Dharma. So it's just a matter of uh, persisting, continue, return, return, return to the Buddha, return to the Dharma, return, return to the teacher, return to the the teaching, return to the community. All three of those are necessary. And I'm not saying somebody couldn't attain liberation without any of that. What's happened? Or... Juzan. Juzan, If a concept seems to soften texture, is that leaving the texture for a concept? What? If a concept shows up and seems to soften the texture of something that's arising, is that leaving the texture for a concept? Not if you're aware that's happening. We haven't left anything. You're just 
observing that. But a little bit of a concluding going on there, but you're able to ask that question in such a way that I'd say I wouldn't do anything with it. I don't think you, you've got to rein in your horses or something. Well, you know, in the throes of that texture. In the what? In the throes of that texture. Somebody throwing something? Okay. When that texture is showing up very strongly, how yeah. do we work with it? Just look at it. Just look at it. And just take it. Take it. Eat it. Take it. Just receive. Just receive. 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 And and if you if you if you feel like you're not receiving, your intention is to receive. You're doing what it looks like receiving, but somehow you feel like you're failing. That's receiving. Receive the failure. Because if you try, because then we rotate into something that feels more successful. It's called spiritual materialism. Go ahead. Question? Anybody here in the Zendo have a question? Yes. There's a question from Jethro in the UK. Jethro, go ahead. A lot of Buddhist writings and Dharma talks seem to suggest people gain understanding about things like skandhas while sitting. Is this intellectual or more instinctive or involuntary? I think it's so different with each person. Some people's sitting practice is pretty blank, not much is happening that they know of. And other people actually spend that time contemplating skandhas or reflecting on form, form, perception, concept and may get some clarity there. I'm not sure exactly what's being asked, but I think it's so it's so different with, not only with each person, but for any one person, with each day and with each, there's uh, consciousness is so complicated. Consciousness is simple. It's just consciousness. But the forms that show up in the consciousness are innumerable, uncountable, untraceable, and uncontrollable. And so just, if you can receive, Receiving your not knowing something is just as powerful as receiving your feeling maybe that you're not separate from anything. They're both just concepts, ideas, thoughts. To actually not be separate from anything, you won't know it. If you know it, then, then there's someone who knows that they're separate from everything. Or someone that knows they're enlightened. You ever met somebody who knows they're enlightened? I'm sure you have. It's, it's not that that isn't an area that it might show up for a person, but if they're actually on the path and they're practicing with a, a true teacher, it probably won't last long if they give it a chance, yes. You just added, I ask because the thoughts slash feelings that arise while sitting are usually pretty soupy, overlapping, and hard to decipher. Okay, got it. Okay, so here's what I want you to listen to. Forget what I said before. When this happens, uh, you're, you're describing what's happening in your mind stream, which is actually abandoning the mind stream. I'm saying just hold still. Just hold a symmetrical posture. All the senses are open. And insofar as you can, put all of your energy into just receive. Just re produce nothing. And if you do produce something uh, spontaneously, then just receive your awareness that you're producing. A little, little tiny change there that you can actually do. It's just, there's just a little bit more, uh, the, the common word that won't feel like this to you, but the 
common word to use there is humility. No longer puffed up about somebody who's going to get somewhere. Just you're just just receiving the world, receiving your karma, whatever's flowing in the mainstream. That is yours, not yours as a persona, personality, uh, a personhood, but yours as the karma that brought this body-mind complex into the world. And not, not separate from their mind. The mind and the body are not two separate things. They're, in, they're separated somewhat, quite a bit, but they're not separate. What happens in the mind, happens in the body, happens in the world. Pusheen bowing. When you were um, answering Kozan's question, you asked where she meant on the path, beginning, middle, or end. So I, I have a couple questions about that. Certainly. The first one is, how would we know where we are on the path? I don't know, but if you find out, maybe you can help me. Machine bowing. So the other part of the question is, well, another part of the question is, is it important to know where we are on the path? I think it's important to ask that question. I think it's a good, and I can come back to the simple structure of it, which we all can use in some way. Ground, path, and fruition. The ground is that we're suffering. We, we don't know what else to do. Somehow we stumbled into this teaching or a teacher or a book or something that kind of resonated with us, something, some frequency it's happening in our, we want to study this and we find a way to do it. So ground, and then the path as we begin to meditate, study with, with a, a teacher, a teaching and a community. Uh, and then, and then those first two have a strong structural area to them. There, there's your practice, there's your relationship to the teacher, your relationship to the Sangha, your relationship to whatever, the 30 verses of Vasubandhu or the works of Dogen Zenji, uh, or all the other things, the Heart Sutra, the Diamond Sutra, all the other teaching uh, structures that are out there. And, uh, and then to the teacher, of course. And so um, sometimes it shows up as more uh, ground, like you're dealing with the suffering you're dealing with and you're working with that. Sometimes it's more uh, path. You're actually, your, your awareness practice, you're studying the teaching, you're beginning to, to use some of the concepts that are pointing to to beyond concepts, beginning to see how that, how like uh, perception only is conceptual, but it's actually pointing to something that is not conceptual. Even if it's not even pointing to the perception, but, it's, but that's something that needs to be worked with in the mind, uh, oneself. And so there's path quality. And then fruitional can show up in different ways. Uh, it can show up as just less demand on everything, less demand on your partner, less demand on life, less demand on yourself. Starting to give yourself, uh, relax, get get to know yourself, be friends with yourself. That's the way Trungpa would say, make friends. So what does that look like? That's difficult. That's not just, be, you know, take yourself to the mall shop. It's a deep um, connection with one's uh, anger, one's uh, angst or one's uh, confusion and one's uh, eventually you'll find the hunger for the teachings and what I'm, what I'm saying is you want the truth you want the truth no matter what it is it's eventually you don't care what else has to come with it or what you have to do you want to know what is what is the truth i can tell you in a couple of words what it is but you've got to realize it or these words are just 
That's just stuff some old man said. Not separate. You can't see anything else. And if you meet somebody that can't see anything else, you might be a teacher, and it might be someone who is not teaching. Yes, you say looking at the mirror. So when I look at the mirror, I see more gray hair. What should I look? Uh, more. You can just buzz it off. Get an Aralco. They're great. No, when you see more gray hair, you can, you know, you're, if you're serious about your question, I'm saying it's just stuff that happened. Just, it's just, uh, Nothing lasts. Everything is going through changes. You see some gray hair, but you're you're uh, you're a young woman, young mom, your mother. So no, but nothing lasts. Nothing. Anything. All compounded things will vanish. Everybody. Everything. The Buddha. The Buddha. The teaching of the Buddha. It doesn't seem to vanish. Not for twenty five hundred years. I feel, I don't know where should I look at the mirror. So should I look, look at myself more? A little bit. I like to look at you. <laughs> but yes, you could go and look and I'm not, not saying look at your aging so much. I mean, maybe a little bit, just, just go and look, say, where did this come from? That would be the way I would say it. Where? I'm here and I take myself for granted. I see myself in the mirror every day, but you could stand in front of the mirror and say, who made this? Where, how did this arise? I didn't make these. I use these every day. I use them every day, every day. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. To even be a human being, precious human birth. I'm sure you remember back before you knew how you got here. Now you still don't know how you got here. You can't remember how you got here. I, at least I can't, maybe you can. This is a precious human birth. Don't miss it. No, don't miss it. Don't miss your life by covering up or trying to get better, improve or do a better thing or something that works better. The very best thing you can do, and I'm very biased here, very biased, train your mind. How do you do that? Sit down and look at how untrained it is and do it over and over and over and over again. And then relate to, of course, the teacher, the teaching. And the song, or the community, or the song, put it on song. It's a good thing to do. Oh no! Elder Bali, um, I would love to have a question for you. And so, what that brings up for me is angst. Because you don't have a question. Because I don't have a question. Yeah, you don't need one. So the perception, though, in that is the bodily experience yeah. of the feeling. Yeah. Is that the texture? Is yeah. That the yeah. Just, it's just ego rattling around trying to get some kind of nourishment. And you're not, you've not been nourishing that for some time now. So that's, that, the ego is starving. That's the angst. That's the, the feeling of, and you can... You know, you can, this can come to a situation where you just can't handle this anymore, and you or anybody could just, I'm just going to do something else. This is not working for me. I need another kind of meditation. Unlikely it's going to happen with you. Yeah. 
on the vine. So right now, am I perceiving the um, feeling, the perception, the concept? Probably all. Form. I think you're seeing all of those. Wait, looks here. You're seeing all of those at the same time. Yeah, more. So you can go back and forth. Okay. And, and what you're teaching is to just stay. No, no staying. No staying. No maintaining. Just you, observe all of that. Just observe. Observe what's coming and going, and eventually, if there's any kind of a staying, it's not relative, but there's a staying of uh, wisdom or uh, uh, kind of words for it. There's no word that really expresses it, but it's just uh, it's just uh, suchness. It's just just this, just this. It doesn't ignore space and time, uh, mm -hmm. but it also doesn't, uh, it is not enveloped in it and controlled by it. And if you see it, it's amazing. You see it, the, the, the ego is still here, still frightened, still might run this way and that way, but it's just more stuff flying through, flying through relative truth. But the, the mind that sees this is, is clear and is still. And is when anything moves, it receives. And there's no one there. It certainly seems like it. Even the personality becomes more shows up more strongly. Divine, what is keeping me from seeing what is actually arising? Nothing. Question. Jason Bowing. Jason. Um, why does it seem like okay, yeah, why does it seem like there's an inherent contradiction behind the fact that um Suffering is caused by wanting something else and, and doing something else. Well, why? But wanting something else versus the fact that we are training our mind to see in a different way. So it, it, it seems like we're on this path that we are trying to go towards something else. So that why does it seem like there's a contradiction there? Valley? Well, it's contradictory from the point of view of ego. It's contradictory, so and that will continue to show up. And that uh, seems to be that in order to not particularly get hooked into that Coney Island of the mind, spinning and spinning and going after this and jumping off this ride onto the next ride, from the Ferris wheel to the roller coaster to the to the uh, haunted house or whatever, go from one thing to another, trying to find some kind of respite, some. And if you meet, uh, if you meet the, the Buddha Dharma, or if you meet a true teacher, not a teacher who is a scholar particularly, although that could happen, someone who teaches out of what they see, out of what they see. They don't know what they're going to say next. They're always teaching out of what they see. The con conclusion aspect of that teacher is gone. And so therefore, they can conclude anything. So when you meet that, if you meet that and you're open enough to meet that and receive that, 
then some kind of connection will begin to happen and could show up in so many, it can show up as an intellectual connection, a very low emotional dynamic. It could show up with no, very little intellectual or conceptual dynamic and an overwhelming emotional dynamic and all the nuance in between there. But you, but you, when I, when you, when you're asking the question, I'm just saying, that's just part of entering into this. It starts, the ego starts to say, wait, wait, this is, this doesn't make sense. Is this is too contradictory. And that's why it takes some kind of fundamental inspiration to continue. The ego, the ego's got it wrapped up. If you listen to ego, why would you, why, why would you do something? Why would you sit down and look at a wall? Why would you just figure stuff out? Or all the other ways that are open to us to work with our mind. Other questions? Um, a question from Jeremy in Portland. Jeremy. What's your favorite cereal? Well, back when I ate cereal, which is like 30 years ago, was uh, Great Nuts Flakes. I, I used to work for Post Cereals, who makes Great Nuts Flakes. But uh, the last one I really ate before I, uh, I'm assuming you want to know, delighted to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> if I could eat anything I want of cereal, if I could eat by taste, I'd have oatmeal. Love oatmeal. A lot of brown sugar on it. There's a, do you know the phrase? We're going to have to break that down sometime. We're talking about Mandarin, that we're trying to remember the Mandarin word for it. Huh? I think she tells us. Young, would you tell us something if we ask you? So there's a phrase that we learn from our Mandarin teacher that says if you're spreading happiness, that the the, the Mandarin words for that, translated into English, are spreading the dog food. Is that true? I don't really know. Uh-oh. It's very informal. Well, uh, uh, she said it was very informal. We'll have to check with her. And, and we'll, we'll just say that you, you don't really know. And, and that she and we'll, we'll tell her that she's wrong, okay? And <laughs> <laughs> let me know what you. <laughs> I'll definitely let you know. I, we'll give you the characters for it and everything, and you can tell us uh, what it is. That will be fun. Yes. Thank you, Brian. Um, a question from Christopher Smith. Why have I been noticing strange synchronizes? The more I feel awake. Uh, well, synchronicity just comes and goes, we think. Uh, sometimes called auspicious coincidence. <clears throat> Two people that haven't talked in a month call each other at the same time. My mother used to say when I was very young, say, I knew she was going to call me. She was always saying, uh, and of course she had a lot of plants and Pisces, so there you go. Just kidding. Okay. Not really. Uh, auspicious uh, reputation is an auspicious coincidence. I think it was an auspicious coincidence for, to, for me to run into this amazing, amazing, amazing teacher who was, was full of controversy. Read anything about him, and there's people who hate his guts. I think he's a horrible, abusive, terrible person. Other people 
Jaguar credit him for as to was on bowing. There's another question in the chat box. Take one more and then we'll uh, you know, we'll do something else. Go ahead, please. David Gregg asks, uh, language being relative, is perception the brain gathering senses into concepts? David yes. No, it is. Good one. And it also can be the opposite of that. Reflecting on that, it can be opposite of what was just said. Might want to take some, uh, etc. Are we good? Okay. We're headed out somewhere. Dedicate the mirror. Places so that we in every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. directions in the three times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sokokoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, our Sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Give everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering and fill them with light. If you value the teachings of Sokozan and you would like to support his teaching work and the functions of Sokokoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, which also supports monk and practice residents, please consider giving a donation by visiting our website at sokukoji.org